Hey y'all, welcome to Black and Unbasic, y'all. Um, Q is Dizzle is on a flight. She going to Germany. Al, so shout out to Q. But today we have a special guest. Uh, he's already been on here, but he can um very well introduce himself because you know he a man. So go ahead and introduce yourself, Ty. Yo yo yo, it's your boy Bear. You know, aka Big Poppy Bear. But I had to change it. But so what's your name now? Dude, I just go by Bear now. I keep the Big Poppy for my lady. Ooh. Can't be having all the ladies call me Big Poppy. I, don't, I know I don't that's that right. Of, I don't need that type of drama in my life. So. I know that's right. Oh, so you changed it because you got into a relationship? Yeah. Oh, that's which that's I totally didn't. I totally didn't expect that. Yeah, because the last time you was on here, you was like, "I'm working on myself and this and that." And I'm like, "That's good though. I'm happy for you." Because you know what, the Appreciate best it. things in life come um, at the blink of an eye. So right. you never and, know. Oh uh, yeah, you know, I'm still working on me. So oh, most definitely. You even when in a relationship, you still have to work on yourself, and yeah, you have to work on the relationship, and most definitely continue to work on yourself. Because if you're not working on yourself, then you can't be in a relationship. But um, Ty, Ty has came on here, y'all, and he's actually gave me a topic. So go ahead and tell us what the topic is today, Ty. Okay, okay. So today the topic is you know long term thinking versus short term, and how you have to balance both of them out when you know dealing with relationships and getting to the next level in the relationship. And you know when you're in relationships, you have sometimes you have that person who thinks short term. And don't really think a long term. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is you have somebody who needs to date all the time or always be going out X, Y, Z. But then it's like, all right, when we go to the long term goals, you know, wedding, marriage, X, Y, Z, you got to start thinking in long term, you know, saving money. Because, mm-hmm. you know, once you get married, you want to go on trips. You got the honeymoon, the wedding day, X, mm-hmm. Y, Z. So it's like, you know, finding that balance and, you know, my relationship taught me when it came to my thinking, I was all long-term. Mm. I never thought short-term. Mm. So I was out of balance. So, you know, I suggest if you're dating somebody, you got to date somebody who knows how to balance that. That's a good question. That's a good, that's a good statement and a good thing to talk about. Cause when I think when you're, while you're talking, a lot of people sometimes aren't even dating for long-term. Some people get into relationships and they're not thinking like, Oh, this will be my wife. They're just thinking like, Oh, this is going to be a fun time. And you're thinking that it's um, a long-term with you guys. And they're actually thinking of a short-term have fun, you know, fly by night thing. So how, how would you even, that's that's interesting but how would you even go about trying to figure out if the person that you're actually with dating exclusively is actually short term or long term like what kind of question you should ask you know we was just talking about this in a group chat um mm-hmm. and my first suggestion was take looks out of the picture mm, yeah because you know true. a lot of times we get so caught up on looks and i've had fought for this Got mm-hmm. caught up on the look, got caught up on, oh, man, this person has this body type I like. Oh, man, you get so caught up on that that you forget, forget to listen to their heart. Mm, you forget, that's deep. You ignore the red flags. You ignore the trauma. And yeah. being that I've come to a place of healing, 
I understand now that you got to listen twice and respond once. Yeah. I was just I was just saying that today. I was literally just saying that same statement you just said. You got to because Mm -hmm. the more you listen and to to hear, and we would talk about that earlier when I said the comprehensive listening versus the responsive listening. Mm -hmm. Once you start to learn to hear what people say, their trauma will speak for itself. Just pay attention to the situations. And you know, when you start mm-hmm. to pay attention to these situations and seeing how people, like you said earlier when we were just chopping it up, seeing how people react, seeing how people handle other people, see if they're kind or whatnot. When you see these things and you actually don't let their looks blind you, mm-hmm. you can end things a lot quicker instead of, you know, holding on to these people and getting mm-hmm. your heart broke. You know what my thing was with my ex um he basically he kind of told me he was a short-term person but he told no he told me in his actions and the things that he told me about his past relationships that Mm -hmm. he was a short-term person the way he talked to me it made me believe he really wanted to be long-term with me and i i i battled as the actions he was showing was very short term to me and I was telling him like I want to be with you oh and he's telling me he wants to be with me marry me and stuff and we're doing all these things trying to set things up but nothing ever came to tuition because of stuff on his side and I was like hold on you know as I'm as I end I realized that I was thinking long term even though he was telling me he wants to be long term he was really showing me short term things he just when I talked to him I remember one time he was like this ain't fun anymore and I'm like and I told him this and I told him I was like relationships aren't always going to be fun you have to work on things um we've you know we're off the honeymoon stage and like we're we, we have to it's time to do some work like everything's not gonna everything and every day is not gonna be fun. And yeah. And um I used to I used to feel like I started to feel like I was walking on eggshells when I had a problem with him because mm-hmm. every time I would tell him I had a problem, it was a big problem for him. And I'm like, I'm telling you mm-hmm. something, I want you to fix it or let's talk about it. That was not in his in memo. If it, if we weren't having fun. He didn't care to, to talk about anything. If we weren't See, doing something, um, and I I was I fell in love, and I'm thinking that we were going to be long term. But in his mind, what he was showing me was short term things. So that's actually a good uh, actually a good to have uh, pushed out for for you as a dude. Cause I I thought it was me sometimes. I'm like, damn, like, am I tripping? Like, am I nagging too much? And I'm like, no, I'm a very communi- communicating person. When we first got together, we were very we communicated very well. But when I started showing when I started showing signs of actually trying to communicate our relationship problems, that's when it went downhill. See, and you know, you said a few key points that you know I was told in my last relationship. Mm-hmm. And it was actually told by my ex mother in law. She used mm-hmm. to tell my ex all the time, "You gotta let that fun go." Mm-hmm. And that really, you know, reflecting on where I was in that situation to where I am now is what came, 
had me come up with this, you know, this thought process, you know, long-term versus short-term. Short-term person has to have fun all the time. Has mm-hmm. to be, has to be posted. It has to be where, some type of excitement in the, in the, right. in it. You and, know? you know, I believe that comes from growing up in dysfunction. Mm-hmm. I was going to say that I, I realized that a lot of people that are like that, and I grew up in dysfunction, but it makes me want to be, like I said, I always say point of views. Like if your father was a drunk, you might be a drunk or you might not be. Well, I grew up in dysfunction, but it makes me want to attach to somebody. And some people Ooh, that so grow up in dysfunction. Yeah. And so some people that grow up in six in dysfunction, they make them to want to detach. And people that tend to want to have fun and are on short term goals are the ones that detach. They they can detach from you quickly because they don't want to have that feeling of my mommy's talking to me or my daddy's talking to me or right. this is starting to become like a like it's becoming non-fun. And most of the people that are telling you that are usually the detached people, the ones that can detach really quick and leave you like with a blink of an eye. And me, I'm the type of person like I'll stay with you and I'll try to make it work and I'll try to make it you know what I'm saying? I'll try. But I tend to find people that are de- that are people that are detached that detach to you very quickly and be like, well, this like you're a fun person, but um, you're not being fun right now. And I'm like, dude, like we're thirty some years old. Every day right. can be fun. Like, see, that yeah. gives, to me, that gives me narcissistic vibes because yeah, um, I don't. I didn't want to say. Look, look, Ty, oh, I, I didn't want to say. Listen, I didn't want to like say Bernie it, but Mac, you did. Listen, like Bernie Mac said, I'm. I'm not scared to say what you yeah. want to say. Yeah, but I felt nah, like it's... I I felt like I was walking on eggshells with my whole everything. Like I couldn't say nothing. If I said something, it felt like uh like he would disappear for days. If yeah, I even opened he, my he... mouth, if I even opened my mouth to say I had a problem, it would be bye. He, he I'll yeah, talk to you, you automatically play victim. I talk to you when I talk to you when you want to act right, or I'll talk to you. I can't talk to you right now, and I don't. I'm not even a. I'm not even a person that yells. I don't throw things. I don't. I'm. I'm not going to slam doors. I don't cuss you out. I don't call you out of your name. And I just couldn't understand why I can't have a conversation with you. And I'm none of these things, but it was just like I don't feel like talking right now. I. 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 I'm. It. I. 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 It was always about what they felt. And like it was kind of like put me on the back burner. And when they did call me, it was like, "Hey, how you doing?" And then I would be so, "Are we going to talk about it?" It was kind of like they just wanted to reset it and just forget it, like set it and forget it. Like that's basically reset it. And and that's that's a total narcissist because they're not the front and center of the attention. And you know, narcissists run away from problems. They don't deal with the problems. Because, you know, I've dealt with a narcissist for 10 years. Mm-hmm. So everything you're saying is just like a flashback. And it's like, all right, well, we need to talk about this. Oh, my God, you hurt me. And it's like, what? Yeah. Sam, I, I ain't going to lie. It used feelings. to make me cry because I'd be so I'd be so sad and I'd be wanting to say something. But I'd be scared that because I have an attachment issue. I'd be scared that they going to like I'd be I was just so scared that it would just blow up in my face. I wouldn't even say nothing. I got so scared that I would stop talking. And I'm not even, I'm the type of person, I'm very vocal. And it right. gave me a very bad depression, man. Like, the depression was so bad. Now, I understand that because, you know, like I said, I've dealt with similar things. And, you know, <clears throat> too many times we just get caught up 
and BS and, you know, you were saying his words spoke one thing and his actions meant another. Mm -hmm. And me being raised up by my father, your words had meaning behind it. So sweet. Stand on your word. Yeah, so, the the saying is a man a man uh, a man's is as good as his bond as his word. Yeah, his word is, is, or word is bond. Is yeah, his his a man's as his man's bond is as good as his word. Or yeah, I think that's yeah. what it is. And yeah, I so, so I I when when I was going through that, I was just like like I'm like so what where I'm like all this potential. All like I was already in love. So I'm like man, fuck man. I'm kind of stu- I feel stuck. Like, I don't want to leave because maybe I'm tripping, but then I'm just like, I'm, am I tripping or am I, am I bad? Am I a bad person? Like, am I doing like, and it would be like, you're a manipulator. And I'm like, huh? Like, nobody's ever told me that. And so I started like, like Ty, it got so bad to where I started Googling if I was manipulating people. Nah, I don't get that vibe from you. And, but you know, you just said one thing that, you know, hit deep and, you know, I'm usually the go-to guy to talk to, whether it's guys or girls. Mm-hmm. So what you just said really hit because you said, oh, I was I was looking at potential. And a lot of times we get so caught up, and I, I'm a victim of it myself. Mm-hmm. We get so caught up of what things could be instead mm-hmm. of looking at what things actually are. Yeah, that, but that's and, a lot of us women, though. Mo- I'm surprised you said that. It's me more too. so don't, don't, it, no, but it's it's more so that us women that get caught up in potential. We fall in love with a dude and we start thinking about the things that y'all say and we're like, oh, he gonna marry me. Oh, um, you know, I'ma just give him five years and he's gonna he's gonna be on his feet and he's gonna be doing this. But the potential never shows up and Ricky didn't cheat on me five times. But Ricky, if I keep loving him hard enough. He'll be he'll be the perfect dude for me. He's just going through it. He ain't have his daddy in his life. We make up so many excuses for people that we love. Mm. And it's and the fact of the matter is, if they wanted to, they would. If they exactly. loved you enough, they would. They would change themselves. Oh, yeah. But that's why, like, you know, comprehension to me is key before communication. Is. Mm-hmm. Because if somebody's telling you something, and they're showing you different, and you're just not comprehending it, you're going to get yourself hurt. Mm -hmm. And that's what happened to me in a lot of the situations I was in. I would get so caught up, oh, man, you know, somebody's giving me attention that I wasn't getting. And then next, you know, they tell the truth, and now I'm sitting there looking dumbfounded. It's like, oh, hey, okay, that's a good thing. I've realized that a lot of people, even males or females, they lie to you and tell you the truth in a, in the same breath. And you're going to be like, well, why do you, how do you, because somebody can tell you something to cover up a lie. And I realized oh, yeah. that I've, I've had exes that would um, lie to you, but tell you the truth just in case it came back to bite them in the ass. Then they could say, yes. I told you about that. Remember when I talked to you about that? And right. you're like, but you didn't tell me the whole thing. But I talked. It's a matter of manipulation. It's called breadcrumbing. It. It's called breadcrumbing. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And I and Break my ex used to do that. Yeah, my exes used to do that a lot with breadcrumbing. Tell me something, and then tell me something different. I've learned so much, mm-hmm. like to the point where I have. I, I first at um at one point for the last couple of months, I've had PTSD. I couldn't talk oh, to wow. nobody. 
I wouldn't I wouldn't give nobody my number. I was scared that everybody was going to do me the way they did me. Like I I was emotionally like I I feel emotionally damaged. Like I was really feeling like it like I'm like I can't do this no more. Like I don't want to I don't want to do this. Like I don't want to want to deal with nobody. See and, as a man, I think women need to be more cautious. Yeah, and I you're think right. Women stop giving your phone numbers away. If he can't talk to you on Instagram or Snapchat until he earns that right, then don't deal with him. Dang, that's deep. You think you think you don't think that's kind of overboard? No. Because he ain't got no problem talking to his boys on Instagram and Snapchat. Y'all ain't got y'all y'all ain't got y'all homeboys uh numbers. <laughs> I do. I do, but I'm I'm a person I'm not giving out my number to everybody. Uh, well, like they ain't got shoot, if they cheating, they ain't got no they ain't got no uh they they're not worried about cheat they're not worried about sending nobody no message on there too. <laughs> right. Like ever since like I decided to, you know, close my business and take another avenue, I'm gonna give mm-hmm. my number out. You either hit me up on Instagram or you hit me up on Snapchat until you earn that right. Mm. And that's yeah, me saying, you know what? I know my worth. I know how people are. Because mm-hmm. I've dealt with, you know, before me and my lady got together, you sit there and telling somebody constantly, look, I'm done with you. I'm not dealing with you. Mm-hmm. They're making all these different phone numbers, trying to call you, you know, texting you and all that. And it's like, you know what? I'm not giving out my number no more. If this yeah. Relationship is gonna solve. Nah, you gotta earn yeah. that number. One of my exes would block me on all social media platforms. Block me on my, block me on the phone, and then unblock me on their phones just to text me, "I still love you," and then block me again. Oh no, nah. we're not. I'm not dealing with that. <laughs> and I'd be like, like, "That's some narcissist shit." I, and I and it and it like I said, it it fucked up my mind. I, I had to go there. I went to therapy for. I'm still in therapy. I'm just like, I'm this glad is you crazy. went that route. Yeah, because you know, because, you know a lot of us. I was gonna say a lot of go. us don't go to therapy. A lot of us don't go to therapy, and on top of that, a lot of us. I, I if I really would have took that trauma, and and focused it on all people and all men, I really would be out here being bitter and being just reckless with uh with 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 the dudes I'm talking to. All niggas right. ain't shit. Like I would if I would have took that. But I'm 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 understanding enough to know that that was just one particular person that I dealt with, and and that wasn't that's not all men. I've never dealt with somebody like that ever, Ty. Even my so, ex, even my ex, my ex husband, he cheated on me, but he was never that like that. So when I got with that, I didn't know how to deal with that. If that makes sense, Let somebody, me ask you this yeah. So would you say that you have a type? And maybe it's the type that you attract that's giving you these results or that's deep. Um the type, um, that's a good question. because uh, now I'm gonna have to think about that. Um, the type of dudes that I like are 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 very are they're they they're very vocal, they're very articulate, they're very fun people. Um I think was the problem isn't the type. The problem is not I wasn't having those deep conversations. Ooh, I think okay. I wasn't having the conversations like how did you grow up? How did you feel about your your childhood? To be I honest, my my one. ex my ex is red, my I should have known the red flag with my ex when I told them my trauma and they told me they didn't want to hear it. They was like I oh, can't yeah. hear that. And then I, I should have realized that their trauma probably was my trauma. They they oh, yeah. felt 
And because they didn't want to tell me what their trauma was, my trauma was too much for them. So I should have known that as a red flag, but I was just like, oh, well, he just don't want to see me, hear me get hurt. But as a woman, we, we tend not to listen to y'all. That's another thing. We tend not to listen. And um, if, if we as women would just listen and stop taking y'all for y'all's potential, we would actually understand y'all more. Because the things that I, I think about now, I'm not going to say I could have helped him. I couldn't have helped him because he has to want to help himself. But the things right. that I, I heard him say, it showed he had trauma. But he, did, he wasn't ready to talk about it yet. You know, I think the problem that I see with a lot of women, they have that savior complex. They're trying yeah. to save somebody. Yeah, we do. Oh, we have four I fixers. Know he has this trauma. Let me fix him. No, you got to let him fix it. Go, self. Amen. And, you know, one thing my godfather told me, and it, it hit me hard because, and that's why I asked you if you had a type, because my godfather said if you ain't healed, you'll deal with the same person in a different suit. Mm. Talk and about it. <laughs> it's, I didn't understand that for the longest time because I'm like, same person in a different suit. And me being a logical person, I'm just thinking a logic. Oh, well, this is just. You know, this person wore a different outfit. And he was like, you're too <laughs> no. logical. You're not tapping into your emotions. What I'm saying is, you'll get the same type of woman, but they in a different body. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, oh, okay. And it was like, then I started to grasp things more because I was just out of balance. I was out of focus and all type of stuff. So I wasn't grasping what he was saying. But then mm-hmm. when I really grasped it, it was just like, well, hold on. You know, I dealt with this for 10 years. I go to deal with somebody else and then come to find out they they still attached to another situation and got this over here, but they want me and this like hold on. Cause I recently up in like sometime last year, mm-hmm. like the middle of last year, I dealt with that. Mm-hmm. Had this person, we vibing, and then come to find out they live with their baby daddy, and this is like, hold on, hold on, hold on. And I'm like, yo, I need to pull back. And this person's like got this rope trying to pull me in. I'm mm-hmm. over here trying to cut the rope because it's like, hold on, I'm dealing with the same person I just left. And that's yeah. why I was like, you know what? Stop trying to date. Stop trying to sleep with women. Focus. Mm. I yeah, that. I was on my way journey. Oh, you was doing a you was doing a fantastic job. I was I always I I think I texted you a couple times on Instagram and just told you how proud I was. I was like, man, you doing it? I, and I appreciate that because you know, I get off track a lot. But then, you know, I I get a lot of downloads of wisdom, um, especially at night while I'm at work. Mm-hmm. And I came up with this analogy. Understand life is like a roller coaster. Mm-hmm. You're going to get hit left and right. True. You're going to go up and down. Amen. But when you're on that roller coaster, what you have to remember is that roller coaster never gets off fast. Yeah. It starts one way and it finishes one way. But it stays on track no matter what is thrown at it. And I was just like, hmm. If you get off track, make sure you're doing everything to get back on track. And, you know, I was thinking short term. Mm. Oh, I didn't lose this much weight. Oh, my life is over. No, it's the but journey. Realize, it's the journey. Stop looking at it. I, I told myself that I... I We'll put it like this. I went on my weight loss journey and I got addicted to the scale. And you know what I did to the scale? I, the, I, um, I put the scale in my sink. 
And um, because I was gaining weight, but I was losing it. And it's funny that you say that because everybody says that I've lost weight, right? Everybody on TikTok, Instagram, they say, Tori, you lost weight. I'm actually, I'm actually heavier than I was when I first started TikTok. I was 250 pounds when I started. I looked bigger. I, I but I'm 280 pounds right now and I look slimmer than I was back then. See what you're doing is, but you, you know, but my mentality. Got- no, my mentality. I was depressed. I was holding okay. on to a lot of water weight. I was oh, sad. Okay. Um, I used to cry every night. Um, there'd be times where I would have to go in the bathroom because my kids would be home and I would just I would sit in the bathroom for like 30 minutes and just cry. And I didn't wow. know why I was crying. But um, I, I, I would have I'm going to say, y'all, like for the last couple months, not one tear is shed in my eyes. And I'm, I'm, pr- so I'm proud, proud of, of myself. Yeah, like know. not one one tear is shed in my eyes, and I'm so proud of myself. Like you don't understand how much work I've done to heal myself and to actually like get to know myself and to actually love myself. Because I've mm-hmm. never loved myself as much as I love myself today. And you know that's a lot of a big issue when it comes to relationships. People come to other people broken. They don't love themselves. And you can't mm-hmm. expect somebody to love you if you don't love yourself. Mm-hmm. And you know, to be honest, times, if you if you if you're trying to get somebody to love you, you don't even know how to love yourself. How are you going to show them how to love you? Right, and you know, a lot of times when we don't properly heal and love ourselves, we end up finding that person because we get a lot of times we get so mixed up in our emotions and everything. And we're like, oh, my God, this person's so great. But we don't realize they're there to teach you a lesson. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've had plenty of people who attach themselves to me. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, oh, man, this is great, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, mm-hmm. hold on. We ain't got nothing in common. Mm. We ain't got no conversation piece. Yeah. Like, this This is a dead situation. Yeah. But we was looking at each other's trauma Oh, you was abandoned by this person. Oh, I was abandoned by this person. You was physically abused by this person. Oh, well, I was I was emotionally abused. Damn. Oh, let's let's you know let's be together. And it's like, <laughs> damn, no, I y'all... never thought about it like that. I've never I've never dealt with anything like that. You know what my thing was? I I um you know how they say you meet somebody and you just like can I can I I kind of said that to you like you meet somebody. Love. like when mm-hmm. with with the person that I fell in love with I met them and then I fell in love with them as a friend but not realizing that they they latched on to me as a friend to to hurt me they latched on to me they used my friendship they used my trust and my comfortability with them to hurt me and mm-hmm. um I realized that I can't be a best friend to my to my spouse until he makes me my until he makes me his wife I can be a friend to you, but a best friend, I was looking for a best friend and I can't be his best. I can't be your best friend until you make me your wife. I can be your friend though, but I can't be your best friend with best friends. It's harder to detach from, you know what I'm saying? With a a friend. You're not just going to easily leave a best friend. Exactly. And I kept calling him my best friend and he was my best friend. I remember when we first met and uh, we weren't having sex or anything. I, we had a conversation one night and he was like, if, um, if I get a girlfriend and you get a boyfriend, what are we going to do? And I was like, well, we're just going to have to explain, like, we're going to always be in each other's lives. 
And you right. know how hard it was for me to detach to somebody that I thought I was always going to be in their life? I, I used to say this saying, and I'm trying to remember it. It's hard to let go when you imagine that person being your forever. Yeah. And I, and I realized that I can't be, I will never, I will never do that ever again. I will never make somebody that I was that close to that, like that no more. I, I mean, like I said, I, I don't want to say, because I feel like they know so much. They knew so much about me that they knew how to hurt me. Ooh. Ooh. I never and even thought about that. And then on top of that, it, I had to realize in my mind that they knew so much about me that they knew how to hurt me, but they also knew so much about me that they knew why, not how not to hurt me. And they chose to hurt me anyway. And I was like, damn, like, did they ever really give a fuck about me? But then again, I was going to say, but before you say that, but then again, they didn't love themselves. So they couldn't love me. Right. And you know, a lot of times too, and I hate to say it like this. Oh, go ahead and say it. I I believe God in, will hurt I, you. I believe in real, real and raw. You know what I'm saying? All right, cool. Sometimes God will hurt the hell out of you to make mm-hmm. you realize you need to get the hell away from this person because we get too stubborn. Oh, I'm attached to this person. I done bonded with this person. And God's showing you every sign. Walk mm-hmm. away. Yeah. But we're, no, I love them. Walk away. Ty, it was so many times. Walk yeah, away. walk away. And, and I like, kept, you know what? and I kept, and every time that that every time God would uh, hit his stop, his his uh, his his stick, and I and I would just keep saying, just bring him back. But I didn't. Re- I'm like, if he comes back, then he loves me. If he come back, then he loves me. Not realizing Ooh. that the devil, not not realizing that the devil answers prayers too. I, I dealt with that for years. I thought I it was mean, God. I, I kept saying, I, I kept saying it was God. It's God. But sometimes, y'all, the devil answers prayers too. Be careful I, what you wish for, because sometimes it's not God actually answering your prayer. There's there's a song out by Je- uh, art, the artist Joe, mm-hmm. and it's called um, I can't. Uh, so I can have you back. That used to be my jam. I need to and, listen to that. <laughs> I'm gonna check well, the, that out when I get off of here. Yeah. So the song is pretty much is like. I hope he makes the biggest mistake and I hope if some, he does something so you never forget him so I can have you back. And it was my song because it panned to me. I'm sitting mm. there praying, Lord, please give me this person. I know they're my soulmate. I mm. know this, I know that. And then, you know, you know my situation. And mm. it, it ended because of infidelity in like the most disrespectful way. And it's just like... Mm. You got what you asked for, and that, that's saying be careful what you ask for because you just might get it. Mm. And you know what? Why you talking about Joe? See, my favorite song on Joe is it's called Another Used to Be. And mm. I have to listen to that one. Yeah, that one's really powerful. And it was it's saying, and I think that I was living like that. I didn't want it to be another used to be. I didn't want to have it to be it's a pat man. Like I wanted to stay po- I wanted to stay. I didn't want it to right. be a past experience. So I tried my hardest to make it, but to be honest, it wasn't my future. It wasn't, it wasn't seen. I couldn't see it. I and couldn't the, even you know, see, I couldn't even see the person in my future no more. And I was holding on to something that I couldn't even envision in my future. I'm like, right. why the hell was I doing that? 
why the hell was I sitting here and I couldn't even envision this person in my future no more? And you know, a lot of times what we, where we mess up too is mm-hmm. we look so we're we're we want the end goal, and that's mm. and yeah. I was just saying this in the group chat, and I'm because we was talking about relationships and stuff, and I was like, you know, a problem that we all suffer from is we want the marriage, we want the kids, we want the house, we mm. want the the white picket fence, we want the dog, we want all this stuff, but when it comes to putting in that work to get it, we run away. Mm. Yeah. And, and we I'm, don't want to hear our hear, partner. Exactly. And tell, I was just like, and you know what? I remember by my ex, he I remember one time, I remember him telling his family She's my twin. She acts just like me. Like we're we're the we're the complete with a complete package. Like I love her so much, and we were like we were perfect. We were perfect for each other, um, personality wise, but communication wise, we were we weren't we weren't compatible. Gotcha. And, and you got to be compatible in that. In those and areas. I I never I never thought about that. I was like fun wise, joke wise. Um, us entertaining each other being comfortable with each other just sitting on each other and loving each other but when it was time to have those conversations and actually talk stuff out we were not compatible and see that's what I dealt with because it was always the victim Mm -hmm. I'm going to talk to you know I didn't like how you did this well you know you hurt me 2010 Mm. was 2014 well, that, that still impacts me today. Mm. Okay, I don't want to discredit that pain, but we're talking about right now. Well, yeah. I want to talk about that. And it's like, you're you're beating around the bush because you don't mm. want to handle what the situation is. Sure. And that's when I, I had to realize, like, oh, I'm dealing with a narcissist. Narcissists yeah. run away from their problems. They mm-hmm. don't stand there and stand on what they did. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, one thing a narcissist will do, they'll immediately jump into the next situation. Mm-hmm. And I never understood why they did that, and I started going because they don't, research. they don't, they don't like to register their feelings. So before so before they late. even leave you, before they even leave you, they already got another person. It's either somebody oh, they, that was quote unquote their friend, or they already exactly. got somebody else. They never, they never dwell in the fact of like the breakup or how everything. They never actually take the time to actually think about what they did or how they could have did. They never do that. They use the next person to be their therapist. But to be honest, they all they do is put trauma, the, the trauma from the old one into the new one. And they never they never fix anything. I've realized about people, they just jump into relationships. I've been single now for almost, almost damn near a year, almost eight months. And I have not got into a relationship since. And I've been just working on myself. People like me, it's not that many people like me that actually want to work on themselves. But I can no, guarantee you especially. the dudes that I've talked to, they've already been with three, four, five women. By the time by the time they left me, they've already been with three, four, five women. By, and my ass is still sitting here, still not dwelling on them, working on myself. Because the one one thing about me and two things for sure i'm i'm going to make sure that i'm healed because i don't want to bring that shit to somebody else i don't want to bring that shit i don't want to bring you problems i don't want to bring you that because if i want you to be my peace i want to be your peace i want it to be reciprocated and that's that's a lot of problem too we don't a lot of people don't want to reciprocate energy 
because mm. they don't they're not healed enough to do it. Mm-hmm. And I don't like I I hear people, oh men don't want to do this, men don't want to do this. And you know, it came in my situation because you know, my girl met my parents and my she's like, Oh, you know, Tyler don't want to do this, Tyler don't want to do that. He's stuck in his ways, and I'm like, I only see you when I drop on my son. So how are you gonna sit there and tell me what I've done? Mm-hmm. So I'm blessed enough to have my significant other be like, so why are they saying this? And it's like, well, I stopped wanting to do dates and X, Y, Z because it was always what this person wanted to do. Mm-hmm. But when it came to what I wanted to do, I got the attitudes, the 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 body language, the bad energy. And it's like, after so many times of trying to, you know, make it give and take, mm-hmm. transactional, I'm pulling back. And you was talking about um, a little earlier with women. Women tend to detach emotionally before they detach physically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we do. And- I, there ain't no lie in that, baby. We 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 detach emotionally before we because because our thing is we still have we still hold on to that hope that you're going to change. Like even with my exes, I stayed longer long before I I I stayed longer than what I needed to. But I had the hope in my mind. I was like, maybe he'll change. Like maybe like if I if maybe if we get married, which it'll change. Maybe when I move in, it'll change. Maybe, maybe I'm right like, there. maybe, maybe if we, if we make it more, if I'm closer and I make us more one, then it might change. And I'm like, I, I'm to the point where it's just like, and I'm just like, one thing I can say is just like, yeah, our, the hope that we hold on to as women, we need to let that shit go. I ain't gonna lie to Living you. Living on a hope and a prayer. <laughs> and baby, but, um, the prayer, the, the prayer be just holding on. But I'll I'll say this too. Um, shoot, that thought kind of went out of my head. Oh man, my bad. No, you good? But um, no, nah, nah, we the conversation like what you were saying it hit like it hit deep because you know, women, a lot of times women think that you know they live off potential solely, and it's like now nah, men do too. Because I was one to think, well, maybe if I marry this person, they'll change. Mm. Titles don't change people. Nope. It and don't. I had to learn that because it's like because like these, these maybe if I make promises, her a wife, she'll become a wife. Yeah. If they not if they don't come to you as a wife, they ain't a wife. Mm-hmm. If they don't come, if they giving you problems as a boyfriend, they probably gonna give you problems as a husband. Yeah. A and, title you know, ain't gonna change it. if you're a cheater. A title ain't gonna make you not cheat. You be like, oh yeah, well, I'm a let, husband. Let's now. talk about that. I'm a husband because, now, so I'm right. a not, I'm not gonna cheat on you no more. Right. Like I, I propose to you, so I'm not gonna cheat on me. No, you're gonna still do it because that's the that's your core value. That's the person you are. And if you're not willing to change for me, then uh, then you're then you're gonna continue to do that. Well, let, well, let's talk about that because I'm gonna tell you now. Mm-hmm. What I see a lot of problems with. Uh, women nowadays is they know who this person is. Yeah, we do. They I know ain't this person team. is a player. They mm-hmm. know this person has multiple women. Mm-hmm. But 
some women are so attracted to the competition of other women. Because mm-hmm. I've heard women say, oh, if I see a man with a wedding ring, uh, wedding ring I'm attracted to him. If I what see the a hell? father, I'm attracted to that. Somebody told you and- that? I've been told that by if I see a man with a wedding, if I see a man with a wedding ring, if I see if if I see a man with a picture on his profile that even looks remotely like a girlfriend, I am not going to talk to you. I am going to respect your union. I am going to respect (laughs) you and your partner. Even if you don't respect your partner, I'm still going to respect your partner because you know why? I wouldn't want the same thing done to me. Right. So I I I keep karma as a bitch. Karma's it a bitch, cause, cause once you didn't fell in love with somebody, somebody else is gonna come around and do the same shit you did to them. And that's what I wanted to talk about when you was talk about we were speaking on how narcissists move on, and we're like, oh, they don't, they move on and bring that trauma to another relationship, and they mm-hmm. really don't deal with it. Oh, they deal with it because I'm dealing with that right now. Mm-hmm. Now, and this is gonna sound crazy, but. Now that my ex sees who I'm with, she's mm-hmm. better. And now she knows that she can't compete. Mm-hmm. Oh, she she turned the alligator tears on. The one girl I dated, she never really had. A How long have y'all been before. separated? Me and my ex been separated two years. Oh, she didn't. Lo- yeah, she crazy as hell. <laughs> but now, see this. This is the thing. Mm-hmm. She was she jumped into something before we already before we yeah oh, she, hell hell she jumped into something let's not even let's not even go there I'm talking about I'm talking about after that hell this is new stuff I found out yeah no that, so she really to be honest she ain't got a pot to piss in just like the old people say oh yeah. what she, that girl don't but, even say shit to you but Pete so you know one thing about narcissists they bank on you being single forever it's that whole. If nobody can have you, well, if I can't have you, can't nobody have you. Oh, of course. So she turned the alligator tears on when she seen me with somebody. I mean, I'm talking about the passive aggressive. Is she in a relationship right now? Yes. I'm talking about. See, that's the crazy part. No, it gets worse. Hmm. The backhanded comments, being passive aggressive, putting herself in situations she ain't got nothing to do with. I mean, Hmm. Tori. Told me, t- sent me a text message. Says, "How did you get her? What? What do you mean? How See, did you get mm-hmm. her? I didn't think you could get nobody like that. What you mean? You not know who I am? And that's when my ego started to speak. And it's like, mm-hmm. how did I get her? I'm like, why? Why? There, like, why? I'm not. First like, of all, I'm why is she? Even, why is she even having conversations with you like that? Because now." She I, sees how pretty my girlfriend is. Mm-hmm. She knows she can't compete. No. So you ever see somebody where, like, something clicks into them and then they start going crazy? Yeah, because they that, realize that's, that's what's going on. No. Now, well, she better get single, over that. No issues. But now course. that I'm with somebody who's pretty, you know why though? You know why though? Because even if she told people that you treated her shitty, she knows the type of person you are. She knows the value Bingo. you hold and the fact that Bingo. you got somebody, she knows you're about to treat them the way you that, that they're supposed to be treated. And she's like, hold on now. 
even if she told everybody you treated her shitty and shit, she knows the value you hold. And that's the reason why. Cause he, cause and they know they know the value. Exactly. They know Ex- exactly. Bullshit. So now she's like, hold on, you about to treat somebody else the way you supposed to treat like you were treating me, even though I didn't appreciate it and I didn't deserve it. Y'all. Yep. So now it's triggering her to the point where she's trying to gaslight me. She's trying to trigger my emotions. Like even ha- like even bold enough to send me a message talking about a little bit of relationship advice. Y'all going out doing dates, continue to do that because you stopped that with me. Why'd you um, why'd you bring yourself into the situation? Because you're not going to look at why. Well, Ty, to be dates. honest, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to draw the line with her. Oh, you're, I did. So oh, did. there. So I even if she so even quick. if she even if she texts you. Some shit don't it, don't you don't reply. Just let her do it. Just let her do it. And the only thing that you need to talk to her about is your child, because that's, that's the only way you're gonna be able to get her to understand that we don't need conversation. We're not conversating about this. If you want to conversate about relationship, you should stay. You should. We should stay in relationship. Motherfucker, we are not in listen, relationship. Listen, when I say, and I'm gonna tell you this, I feel like I feel like that's more so. Um, with narcissists that that have children together, or or narcissists that actually half ass discard you, because dudes that discard you nine times out of ten, they already have bitches, so they're not even worried about you. The only time they're going to be worried about you is when they realize you're happy. That's when they start coming that, back around. And I'm, I'm gonna give you another example. They don't think about you until they have problems in that honeymoon stage is ripped from them. Mm, well, baby, because stay away from me because <laughs> I don't want you no more. I've learned my lesson. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you one thing. One thing. I one thing for sure, and two things for certain that I've noticed. Mm. When dealing with a narcissist and they have problems with their current person, you're the first person they run back to. Yeah, well, they, to. well, baby, for they me? ain't coming back. They, they ain't because I didn't block you on every damn thing. Just like you blocked yes. my ass, I'm block. I blocked your ass. I'm Listen, like, I I can't block because I got a child involved. Oh well, no, 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 the no, not you. Muted. no, 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 not you. See, that's the that's the fucked up part about it is when you have children with narcissists like that. It's hard to like the you know to to detach from. But I've realized that narcissists like that they want to get you pregnant, and then they want to they and then they and if you don't act right, they don't they don't they don't they don't entertain your children. I've met dudes like that. If you don't do what they want you to do. They like, all right, well, I guess I'll talk to I I ain't gonna be with the kid either. And I'm like, that's crazy to me. Right. I've met some I've met people like that where if they'll have children with multiple women, and if the woman don't act the way they want them to do it, they'll dip on their kids. Yeah, I've, I've you know, I've seen women do that. I know a couple uh deadbeat moms have done that. Oh, it's some. Oh, we. Oh, we. Yeah, baby. There's dead. That's a whole other topic. There's dead. There's dead. There's dead. Be more. We. Could, yeah, I'm. A, actually, um, when Q get back, we, I really want to talk about um that. To be honest, and I also want to talk about giving kids uh, your last name. Like why? Why I feel like it's so important for a, a child, if especially if you're a um, stand up father, that their your children need their daddy's last name. But we'll talk about well, it on another podcast. That'd be a, right. that, it's gonna be a really good one. But for real though, like I just don't understand. I really don't. It's hard um, to figure out if somebody's a narcissist. But like I said, 
with women, we tend to not listen. They're, they show patterns of it. We're just not paying attention. Like, my ex used to tell me, I don't know how to flirt. But then in the same breath, he would tell me the conversations he would have in his DMs. And I'm like, so a, a lady texts you and said that she wants you to come to New York and and she's going to run you a bubble bath? And he was like, yeah. And I'm like, you don't think that's inappropriate for somebody that's in a relationship? No, because they, they see no wrong in their goal. Oh, well, I don't know how to flirt. We're not realizing that the motherfucker I'm, and I'm so dumb because I'm I'm just listening to you. Oh yeah, my boyfriend doesn't know how to flirt, so I don't know how to. No, he knew how to flirt. He just knew how to also make me look stupid as fuck too. <laughs> right, and I, and you know the problem is you know we get so caught up in this fantasy. Mm-hmm. Oh, like you said, potential looks. You know we having all this fun and. When that that uh rug gets pulled up from under your feet and you fall, man, it's hard. It's hard to get. It's hard it, to let like, that rug go from under you, though. Ty, I ain't gonna lie to you. Trust and believe. When you like, when you've been lied to so much that you start believing the the lies that you've been lied to, it's hard for that. It's if you be holding on for dear life for that under that rug. Listen, people. I my my aunt said to my cousin, "You can lie so much. You lie so much, you can trick a lie detective." Mm. And that's just what people do. You know, they're they're uncomfortable with themselves, so they try to hurt other people to uh, join them. Mm. You know that saying, "Misery loves company." Mm. So they see you're happy. They mm. see you're you're striving in life, etc. And they can't handle it. So it's like, well, I want this person miserable with me. And it happens with friendships too. Oh, that with that, that in friendship. friendship dar- you can have a narcissist for a friend, and oh, they did. can fuck you over. Oh, I they, did. Yeah, you that it don't it don't it shit hell a parent a family a sister a brother they it don't right. matter just because you're sleeping with them don't mean it's different. No, it's not. Right, because I tell not. you, I, I just had an inner friendship with somebody I knew for years because it was like. Long as we did what this person wanted to do, everything was cool. But when it came to what I wanted to do, mm. it was a problem. And it's like, oh no, no, no. Yeah, I'm it, not it, with that. it stems from all that stuff. But they don't want to heal, baby. My thing about it is, it should be more so like start listening. Like we as people, we just need to listen. And then on top of that, like I'm abstinent. I'm abstinent. I don't. I don't. Um, I'm not going to shun you if you're not abstinent. But I want to get to know people, um, at, and get and and get that clear understanding of what you who you are, and how I can best learn to love you, and me f- having sex with you in three days or two weeks it takes away it blurs my vision on actually getting to know you as a person. See that, had, that right there. You yeah. accepted that. You took accountability for that. Yeah. You know how many women don't? And yeah, but you know how many men tell me about. I I just was in the live today and I was talking about that. You know how many men some men some men was like, hey, that's real. Like I would love a woman that actually like got to know me and wanted to really know me. But those are healed men. There was men in there talking about, so you ain't fucking? Like but a, but sex is a part of a relationship. It is, but me also getting to know you as a person is also um it should be the major one. Because guess what? Sex dies. 
sex dies in your relationship and then all of a sudden you realize you don't have nothing in common with the motherfucker you don't even she, like the motherfucker the motherfucker don't cook she don't clean and then all of a sudden and you you don't have you don't you don't like them at all and then you wonder why you didn't waste three years of your life and you you bounce to bounce you see but like i'm not i don't shun nobody for celibacy mm. like especially when you take accountability for your actions but my whole thing is a lot of times mm. we go to celibacy when it's too late. Mm. Instead of... What do you mean by that? I, I, Elaborate I, I, on that. I'll break it down. So our parents, I don't want to say they failed us, but in a way they, they did. did. They did. They failed so, us. I love I love them. They did them. parents did the best they could, but they right. they did fall. They felt they fell short on some things. But if you really think about it, our parents worked so much to, you know, build a life for us. Mm-hmm. They wanted better than what their parents gave them. So they materialized everything. Yeah, true. Oh, I'm going to get my kid the best shoes, the best outfit. But you didn't teach your daughter how to be a wife, nor did you teach your son how to be a husband. Mm, you, didn't talk teach about your, it. you didn't teach your daughter that there is value in her, her, her area. And that she needs to keep that sacred. So, like, I just watched this thing the other day. And they did. They no. Girl, the thing about it is, they did teach us the value, but 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 it wasn't the way that we were supposed to be taught. They taught us the value, like, oh, you're supposed to compete for a man's love. And in a sense, the shit that we've learned, we thought that if we had sex with y'all, that it was going to make y'all want us to be their wives. And in in a in a sense, it it does not. Sex or no baby keeps a man. You know what keeps a man? Freaking stimulating his mind. You know what keeps. And the fucked up part about it is, none of us know each other. We're all dating people that we don't even fucking know, because we ain't stimulating each other. We don't. Half the time you it be it be crazy because half the time you wondering why your man don't know your anniversary. You know why? Because right. he you ain't you ain't made him learn it. It wasn't something he I bet he don't even remember the day he, y'all first fucked. I guarantee you that because it's right. not sentimental. You ain't make you you're not getting to know him. He not getting to know you. So not always man. Fuck, I forgot our anniversary. You know what I do respect? I respect the men. And some people be like, oh, they be cheating, da-da-da. And I'm not talking... And the wind that put everything in a notepad, like, they put it on their phone, they keep your birthday in there, they keep your anniversary in there. You know why? Because even, even though it's, you would say, cheating, they cared enough to do it. Uh, but here's my whole thing. When you went to school, didn't you take notes to help you? Yep, It's yep. not cheating. People... People come up with so many dumb analogies nowadays. They're all that she. No, what it is is that man it's cares enough not, yep. to what to value you and say, you know what, I'm gonna make sure I do a bit. Like in my phone, I have a because on iPhone, you know, in the contacts, you can put notes. I have my girl's birthday and the day we we decided to make it official. That's not cheating. 
No, 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 it's not. No, I'm just telling you, I've heard women say that. Oh, that's a cap out. No, it's not. It's actually showing you that the man actually gives a fuck about you. Because let me tell you something. If a man ain't doing that and he just forgetting, then you're going to be sad. He didn't remember my anniversary. He actually gave a fuck enough to to put shit in there. And even when you go on dates and he sees that makes you smile, it's a lot of men that write those same exact dates down, the dates, the actual date and where he took you at, just so he could take you back there. And those or, are the type of dudes that you want to have in your life. You don't want to have do like those what dudes. I do. Oh, what's he doing, Ty? So on Amazon, they have these mm-hmm. little plaques you can make. It's a clear plastic thing. Mm-hmm. You can put a date, the location, etc. Me, I took a, a song that my girl introduced me to. And, it, and it's like our favorite song. Mm-hmm. And I have a picture of us holding hands, the name of the song, the artist, and the time that the chorus starts. And it's on like this little <clears throat> little clear plastic thing. And she was like, oh my God, that meant the world to me. And the women who say, oh, he he's cheating because he got this pad. Those are the exact same women who most likely die alone because they're expectations are so unrealistic. First of all, that's not even ex- that's just unappreciative. I mean, because you gotta, you gotta, you gotta do actually care about you and then you got Ray Ray down the street. He don't remember shit. You, you over here buying him a gift for Christmas. He ain't even bought you no gift. But then you got a dude problem. out here that people are unappreciative these days. They don't appreciate shit. But the problem is they'll give Ray Ray the world but when they find <laughs> a brand <laughs> or a tie who's trying to give them the world, they shit them. Yeah, that's true. Because I, they my in the group chat I'm in. Because they're not healed, though. Because they're not healed. It's but crazy. Some, it's crazy. Some are not taught right. Yeah, it's crazy them. that you're so you're so addicted to dysfunction that you treat dysfunction special. Yeah. That's the crazy part. That's the crazy exactly. part because a lot of these people are going into this. I if I told I told somebody if I had a dollar for every time a man told me he didn't deserve me, and I would have a million dollars. If I had a if I had a dollar if every time a dude told me he didn't deserve me, I would have ran. I should have ran. When a dude told well, me he didn't deserve me, I should have fucking though. ran. Because well, if let's... he don't even deserve if he don't even feel like he deserves me, why am I here? Well, He's going to sabotage that, me. Let's speak on that though, because mm-hmm. I used to be that type of guy. Oh, I don't deserve you. I'm a fuck up. X, Y, Z. A lot of times we we talk that way because we're not taught that we have value. Mm. We're taught we only have value when you produce. Mm-hmm. So that's if true. That man knows in his mind he's not producing like he should. He doesn't have a career. He's at a dead end job. He's got a bad car. He doesn't have the best dress outfits. He's not going to think that he deserves a woman of that caliber. And I used to think that. Because yeah, but why like, sabotage it though? Why sabotage? Because a lot of dudes that do that, not how to? You mm. gotta think a lot of a lot of us are taught by broken, excuse me, broken men and broken women. Mm. So if we're taught, all right, so say it's a single mom that raised you, mm-hmm. she mad at your daddy for what he did, and she tearing you down. He ain't gonna know his value because she's done embedded in his mind so much. You ain't gonna be shit like your daddy. You ain't shit just like your daddy. And there's mm-hmm. so much toxic uh, bullshit that's thrown at him 
that when he finds somebody good and he's like, man, I want to give this person the world. I want to treat them right. X, Y, Z, blah, blah, blah. And it gets going too good. Back in his mind, still plays with his mom saying, boy, you ain't shit just like your daddy. Mm-hmm. You ugly just like your daddy. You, you know what? You know what my ex told me? Um, he told me, I don't know if this was a cap out or a lie or whatever, but this is what he told me. He told me that people were like, I, you and Tori were so good together. Why did you break up? And he said, because I loved her. And I was just like, and I was just like, what is that? What did that mean to you? So you left me because you loved me. But at the end of the day, I had to realize he left me because he loved me because he didn't love himself and he knew he was fucking me over. Right. And that's and I, I don't applaud it, but that's no, a big, I don't big step because I feel like it's a cap out. Took, it's a cap out. It's it's a cap, it's a cap out, out. But it's something inside of him told him you didn't deserve it, so he walked away. And it may have been one of his friends because I hear it a lot of times that women be like, "Man, y'all don't tell y'all boys when y'all got a good girl." We do. That nigga just don't want to listen. Yeah, I've told plenty of friends, boy, you got a good woman on your side. Don't yeah. mess that up. And they still want to be out in the streets. But at the end of the day, you can't control what another grown man do. No, I always tell that. I've never put I've never put an ultimatum on a man because it's it's a waste of my time. You're gonna anybody's gonna want to do what they want to do. You always let them do what they want to do to see what they rather do. And if their actions aren't speaking that they really want to be with you, then leave them alone. Um the only like my my like my said, I just I I wish that people could see the potential that they have. I pray that all those people that that could see the potential. Like I said, I think I said this in another podcast. I had a dude, he texted me 10 years after he fucked me over. Like, mm. I love this dude. His mom told him, you're stupid. This girl love you. You tripping. This dude sent me a long message and was just like, Tori, I'm so sorry for the things I did to you. He was like, he was like, I've never met nobody else like quite like you ever. I've been, I've been searching for a female just like you for this 10 years that I, and I, and I dumped you and I left you and everybody told me I was a dummy. But I just want to tell you, I'm sorry. Cause I'm just trying to right my wrongs. I don't know what he wanted out of that. I don't know, but it wasn't going there. But nevertheless, I mean, sometimes you know, somebody at, just wants closure yeah. and just yeah. you know. But he was just they telling me that, that cycle. yeah. But he was just like, man, I fucked you over, and you didn't deserve it. You were mm. such a good person to me, and mm. so at the end of the day, even even when I look back on everybody that's fucked me over, I always I even keep that text message and I read it. You know why? Because I be thinking like, is it me? Like, am I doing something wrong? And everybody around me, and that's the fuck. You know how hard it is to be. Um, you know how hard it is to hear everybody tell me that you're a good girl, but you it feels like you're not getting what you deserve. Trust me, I know. I hear it all the time. You're such a good girl. You're gonna find somebody. They're gonna be good to you. And I'm like, okay, but when is it gonna happen for me? Because I'm I'm such a such such this good girl. But I'm not getting any type of, it's not helping me. It's not giving, I'm not rewarded for it. I'm not getting rewarded for being a good girl. I'm not getting rewarded for, for doing the things that I do. And don't get me wrong, I'm not trying to get rewarded, but why do I have to keep being punished or teaching somebody else a lesson? Why I don't get no blessing? See, I, I need think, to figure that. So what really helped me in life was change my perspective. 
Why am I not getting this? Mm-hmm. What was I meant to learn from this? Exactly. And that's what I learned. And that's why I was going to go with this. That's what I've learned. I'm like, so what did I learn from this? What, what can I take from all the people that's hurt me or lack thereof? Because I taught them what real love was. So even if they, even if they didn't acknowledge it from me, they know now what they want. They know, hey, I'm not going to deal with no bitch that be See, yelling that, at that me. Might, that because Tori, yeah, because Tori didn't yell at me or I'm not going to deal with a female that don't, that give me the bare minimum because Tori did this. Now, with them, it's showing me what I want, what I actually need. Right. Because the things that I wanted from them, they weren't, they were giving that, but I wasn't getting what I needed. And so with every relationship I've been in, I've actually realized how to love myself and what I need for somebody in order for them to love me. And you got to ask those questions in relationship mm-hmm. because that's one thing, you know, I've, I moved totally different with this relationship than I did my last one. And it's just like, what do you need for me to feel love? Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, that's why, that's why I love this topic of short-term versus long-term. Because when you think it's such a short term, you're not thinking to ask those questions. No. You're not thinking of, oh, well, or you're, you'll be like, oh, down the road, oh, this person don't love me the way I want. But did you ever tell that person how to love How me? to love you? Exactly. Or what you that, required? Right. That's your, teach or me boundaries? how to love. That was mm-hmm. real. Yeah. And that's why, like, I we also, as people, we need boundaries. Now. And a lot of us, we have exactly. we don't have boundaries, right? And and then a lot of us we get selfish. Like my my uh my girl told me that the other day because mm-hmm. I said something like one of my boys needed me, mm-hmm. and I'm a I had a after I had a breakdown to her like my purpose in life like I'm here to help people. Mm-hmm. So you know I've talked people down from suicide X Y Z. So I'm like, listen, I need you to understand that when you deal with somebody like me. That comes with it. There's going to be times where I'm going to have to short, shorten a call with you to go handle or help somebody. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you'll understand more when we're, we, you know, take it to the next level because we're, we have some distance in between us. Mm-hmm. But it's like, <clears throat> I didn't set, I didn't set that tone in the beginning, mm-hmm. but I had to set it now. And she was like, you know, I had to look at myself and grow up some because I was being selfish. I want you all to myself. And it's like, you know, we have to be realistic that we can't have everybody to ourselves. But mm-hmm. best believe when I'm with you, you got my undivided attention. Exactly. And a lot of a lot of us, a lot of us don't we have to also realize that we everybody has a life outside of you. You should you yeah. should have a life outside of your relationship. Those yeah. are that's healthy. If you only see the relationship, then you're not, it's not healthy, baby. Like it, y'all have to have a balance. You have to, you got to have your own friends or your own hobbies. I can't just be your everything. And, and, that, that comes, and that's what we came to a conclusion mm-hmm. of. Because, you know. Because you still got like, a oh. purpose in this world and you have right. to focus on your purpose. And if you're right. not being able to move on your purpose, then that, that person's not the one for you. So um, I, I think I said this um, with a, somebody that loves you you only have to tell them once you don't have to tell them twice you don't have to tell them three times they're going to change they're going to change they're going to hear what you said 
then they're going to change it regardless. You only got to tell them once. If you tell me I don't want you talking or I don't want you flirting with people on your live, on my live or in public, baby, guess what I'm about to stop doing? I'm not flirting with nobody in public. I'm not even going to make it seem like I'm flirting with nobody. You told me I don't want you touching a man's shoulder, you will never see me touch a man's shoulder because at the end of the day, I keep telling everybody that men, to to show a man love is to show a man respect. And to show a woman respect is to show her love. So nine. when you argue with me, it's because you feel disrespected. And mm-hmm. so if I want to make sure that you're not res- disres- disrespected and you, res- you feel respected and you feel loved, I'm going to not disrespect you. Exactly. And to show a woman love is to show her is to is to show her to show a woman respect is to show her love. So if she's right. looking and craving for your attention and um, you're not giving it to her and you're not giving her that that attention that she craves. First of all, it has to be healthy attention because sometimes we, as women, we go overboard. But when you're with her, you don't make her feel like the only person, then, yeah, then that's when she doesn't feel respected. And there, But that, like you said, there has to be a healthy balance with that, mm-hmm. too, because, like, I, in the beginning, of when me and uh, my girl was just talking, I made, I made it known I like to be desired. I like to feel wanted. I like mm-hmm. to feel these things because when you make me feel that way, it makes me want to work harder to give you what you desire. Mm-hmm. And it's like, because <clears throat> I I talk to a lot of married men and they're talking about, man, you know, two, three years, me and my wife ain't touched each other. We just laying beside each other. I'm like, y'all know how you deal with that. Mm-hmm. And it's like, but you're not communicating with her but in the same thing, it's like I feel like I was talking to a buddy of mine. I told him, I'm like, yeah, I feel your wife lost respect for you. And he's mm-hmm. like, nah. And it's like that right there. I was like, shut your damn mouth and listen to what I'm telling you. Yeah. You're 24. I'm 32. I've been around a lot of OGs all my life. Mm-hmm. My dad's 60. I've been around nothing but 60 and plus year old guys. Well, not 60 plus, but you know what I mean? I've been around OGs all my life. And what I noticed that he was doing was he was li- he was listening to respond. Everything you told him, he had to respond to. And I got to the point, I'm like, yo, shut up. Mm-hmm. And he was just like, yo, don't just, dis- nah, you need to shut up and listen. Mm-hmm. It's like, you're too damn emotional. Yeah. Your, your wife doesn't respect you because you don't know how to be a damn leader. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, you're right. I don't know how to be a lead. How do I lead? I'm like, bro, you got YouTube. I was like, you talk about you go to church. Go reach out to the pastor and the men in your church and ask them to be your mentor. And if they don't, leave that church and find a church where they will help you be that. Mm-hmm. I was like, Look, there's too many resources to show, to out To show, show a woman how to lead, because we, we kind of we falling into a thing. To show a woman how to lead is to make her feel comfortable. So once a woman feels loved and comfortable with you, so she, she can let her guard down and she will allow yeah. you to lead. So you have you. exactly you have to build that trust and you have to you have to show her that you got her in every aspect of her emotionally, spiritually, physically, and financially. And financially, uh financially. Right. Um and um the fact and when she feels that you 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 have every aspect of her. She won't have right. no problem with submitting to you. But once we lose respect for you, you will slowly see that submission go away. 
Because most but, of the time when we first meet you, we are some women are submissive. Women are submissive when nature. they first meet you. It's our nature. It's our nature. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but once, see, the once you him, start showing, yeah. I, well, he's as 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 I can see, he don't give a fuck. <laughs> no, no, no. He gives a fuck. But the problem with him, he was thinking short term. He only um, thought about the wedding day. He wasn't thinking about the marriage because. No. Just because you marry somebody, don't mean years I, old. I think he was 28, but he never reached out to any men around him because his, da- his dad passed when he was 16. And I'm like, you ain't never reached out to no men at all to make sure you were doing things right? And he was like, no. Me, best believe, I'm going to go, yo, Pop, let me holler at you. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure how to do this. How do I do that? And my pop built different. My pop built like them old school dudes back in like the 30s and 40s. Mm. My, my pop ain't the most affectionate person, but he gonna show you what his actions that he love you. Mm-hmm. Now that he's older, he he's more affectionate, but you know, trying to learn from a man that was raised that type of way, it was hard. Mm-hmm. But what I did was I reached out to OGs that were older than me that have been through some things, that have been through divorces, baby moms and all that. But when it happened, Unfortunately, it was too late. But I still learned the lesson from it, and now I teach. No, you other can people ta- like, Yeah, you can teach no. other people, and also you can you can channel that into your relationship. To be honest, I it, it wasn't like we we could both contest. I don't. I mean, yeah, it could been it could have been it probably could have been um, something that y'all talked about. But if all in all, things happen for a reason. Oh, exactly. So, so just be, you know. You know, don't dwell on it. Oh, trust me, I ain't upset <laughs> about my situation at all. I'm in, like, right now, I'm in the best relationship I've ever been. There's communication, there's comprehension, there's mm. love, there's attention. There's it's, I, mm. it's it's fifty fifty. If I'm twenty percent, she's eighty. If she's twenty percent, I'm eighty. There's that understanding. So I'm not mad about none of my past. I'm glad. Exactly. I thank, I thank my baby mom for doing what she did because. You showed me that I needed to work on myself. I needed to love myself mm. so I can enjoy this blessing that I got now. Oh, hey, man. Well, I'm so happy for because. you, man. Um, I just, like I said, I hope I hope uh, anybody that's listening um, takes this heat. This was a real, um, this was a real uh, eye opener to me. Um, like I said, anything that we do on this podcast, I just want, like, it's just supposed to, like, teach us, man. I started this podcast just so we can get enlightened, especially with a male and a female perspective. It's always, yeah. it's that dynamic that we don't have. We um, got to end that disconnect. And we got to end that disconnect, because if we don't end that disconnect, man, we're never going to get to a part of compromise to the right. point where we can figure it out. And even while I'm talking, like, you can actually understand what I'm talking about. Like, you're like, I've been through that. And oh, a lot yeah. of us, a lot of us in relationships, we don't think men go through the same thing we go through, and we don't think women go through the. You know, we like, oh, uh, they, we, you know, say y'all don't understand us. But as I'm talking to you, you understood the shit I was going through, and I understood what you were going through. Because, like I said, I got a, there was a group chat about fifty of us, and all of us dealt with similar shit. Yeah, damn. Why? How the hell y'all got fifty people in the group chat? <laughs> oh, okay, okay. We was had to like dismantle a, the one, but we were uh, re- was it like was it one. like a uh, what's the what's that damn it's a like an app? Yeah, it's on WhatsApp. Okay, what's the WhatsApp? So we have, we have like, it's a, it's another one I can't think of right now. But yeah, like we you know we have a group that's co-ed, and, and that's good. That's and I, I love it. Um, I love it. I love that shit. 
that's what's up um that is what's up i love the fact that men are talking more especially with their emotions and channeling in and asking for advice yeah and asking for advice from from they they peers it's man that's man that's beautiful can you tell can you put my picture in there and tell them i'm single you know what I'm saying? Oh, I'll I'll, 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 you know what I'm saying? Like, can you put a girl in there? Anyway, <laughs> um, y'all, uh, this is Black and Unbasic. Uh, I'm Tori E. Y'all can hit me up on my handles at Hanging with Tori on Instagram, Tori.eariza on TikTok. And also, you guys can check me out on Instagram at Tori.eariza. No hashtags, no periods, no underscores. And Ty, go ahead and tell your handles. And this is your boy, Big Poppy the Bear. You can find me at Bears World on TikTok, Instagram, and Snapchat. It's B-E-A-R-Z underscore W-R-L-D. Thank you so much, nah. man. Just thank you so much. Um, It really do feel good. Like I, I'm not going to lie to you, because even with me questioning myself, every time I talk to a dude and he's just like, the shit that you went through wasn't normal. It make me. Nah. Feel, it make it do make me feel a little bit better because I just be like, I'm like, trust me. There, there's a, there's a lot of special special breed dudes out here. That's like, where did you find these dudes from? Man, I thought I I thought he was the he th- I thought he was the one. I ain't gonna lie to you. This shit crazy, man. Just remember, I just, think, just I, I, I'm a, I'm gonna leave with this. Think with your mind, not your heart. Your heart doesn't know direction. Mm. Think with your mind, not your... And that, you know what? And ever since I started... I hate saying that I'm dating like a man, but ever mm-hmm. since I started think, dating logically and not putting emotion into it, not having sex, that, that actually listening, I have realized that a lot of dudes that I'm, I would usually be like head over heels for, I have nothing in common with. But the, and the bad part about it, and this, it's this it's like having, thing. It's like having... Yeah, it's like having... Um, it's like 4D. Yeah, like I'm like I'm like fuck. Like it's it feel like I, it's like now I'm like damn I can't find nobody because now I don't like nobody. <laughs> right, but not a lot of a lot of us men are um, logical thinkers. But you know nowadays, unfortunately, we have a high number of single parenthoods in our community. Mm. So a lot of times, a lot of these children are getting more of the emotional end more than the logical. So that's why, fellas, if you got, especially, well, if you got kids, period, man, be in your kid's life because they need that emotional, logical balance, especially yeah. little girls. A little girl is a father's her first love, and mm. boys, a mother's his first love. But at a certain age, I'm yeah, a very, I can't, I'm I a can't big teach, advocate for this. I can't teach my son. I can't teach my son how to be I'm a man. I can it. teach my son how to love. I can teach my son the things that I that I know, but his father, thank God, his father's in his life. Thank God his father loves him the way he does. Because yeah, I could not teach that. my son. My son needs his daddy. Like I I would never take that away from a man. Like, especially if you really want to be there, like your child needs you, man. I tell yeah. you that I say that all the time. I women, if you keeping your kids from they they daddies and their You're daddies are really yeah, you're a deadbeat, but they de- and their daddies really want to be there. Man, let them men be there, man, because you're taking away a privilege that that child doesn't even know that they have, and right. you're taking away a piece of them that they're not learning. And yep. um, you're you're just making another one of these men 
that you, that you hate. That you hate. You're making another one of these girls that you don't want your son to date. So just y'all be aware of what you do because you're hurt. You know what I'm saying? Work yeah. on your hurt. And if they really, really want to be there for their kids, please allow them to be. Um, like I said, thank you for being here. Um, Always. Just let me know whenever you I need just, me. I just appreciate yeah, um, y'all shout out to Q Dizzle. I hope she gets there to Germany safe. I hope she can we can figure out what we're gonna do when she gets to Germany. But y'all just you know pray for Q Dizzle. Um, I love you, Q Dizzle. Um, until the next time, uh, y'all peace out, uh, love, prosperity. Now get the fuck off my page. <laughs> <laughs> y'all have a good night. It's Bears yeah. World.